Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 188 of our trek and yesterday we hiked the 10 principles for gaining self-confidence. Today, we will study the science of making wise decisions. If you miss any of our days of the Wisdom Trek episodes, please go to wisdom-trek.com and listen to them and read the daily journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. This week, we are making some progress on our library. After removing the ceiling tiles, we have determined that the plaster ceiling that was under them is not suitable for finishing, so we will need to have the ceiling drywalled. Since I'm not skilled at installing drywall, we have contacted our renovation contractor to see if he has time in his schedule. We were hoping to avoid the extra expense of the drywall, but it is not to be. And these are some of the joys of renovating an older large home. Our client work this week continues to be very brisk, but we are making some progress. It is my hope that I'll be able to do some 2016 planning on Saturday before having our grandkids in for the evening. It is time to shift now and make some decisions about our trek today. Every day of our trek of life is filled with decisions. If we make wise decisions, then the opportunities and choices of our lives are expanded. But if we make unwise decisions, then the opportunities and choices for life are limited by those decisions. On today's trek, we will explore the science of making wise decisions. To think that we go through our day, every day, making decision after decision without really thinking about how we do it. At least until something challenging pops up. Then we wring our hands and constantly repeat, I just don't know what to do. Even in those moments, we naturally seek out the opinions and advice of people that we love and trust. But still, we hesitate, we worry, we procrastinate, putting off the puzzling choices. We fear that we'll make the wrong choices. We fear the consequences of our perplexing decisions. We worry about people getting hurt. We worry about so much. But there is hope, and we want to look into the study of making wise decisions. People actually study the process of decision-making. They develop models for making decisions with algorithms, equations, and even games of chance, like flipping a coin. However, most studies agree that there are six C's of decision-making, and those are construct, compile, collect, compare, consider, and commit. Yet few of us take into the consideration our access to God, the all-wise, the very creator of the universe. So learn to make your decisions, especially your big decisions, using the six C's plus the seventh C, which is Christ. So we will title this section, The Seven C's of Wise Decision Making. We must take an active role in the decisions that we make to ensure that they are good and wise. But we also have to realize that our wisdom actually comes from God, as mentioned in Proverbs 16, verses 1 through 4. We can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord, and your plans will succeed. The Lord has made everything for His purposes, even the wicked for the day of disaster. So as we take the advice of the above passage, let us weave them into the decision-making model. The first C was construct. This is like drawing a map. You want to know exactly what needs to be decided. For instance, are you deciding to move or drive to a job site which is more than two hours from home? Be crystal clear about the choices that you need to make. The second C is compile. Make a list of requirements which must be met. For example, salary, time with family, job satisfaction. The list could include both facts and figures which are quantifiable, but also attitudes and opinions which are unquantifiable for all interested parties. Make sure you include everyone the decision affects. The third C is collect. Collect information on alternatives to the decision that you're about to make. 
consider options that you have not explored that are relevant to the situation and that meet the requirements for your compiled list. In the case of the job, you could consider turning it down, living away from home, renting during the week, or waiting for the school year to be over before moving. The fourth C is compare. Compare the alternatives to the major choice. Consider what makes one better than the other. Examine each choice from all angles. The fifth C is consider. Think about all the possible positive and negative consequences of each choice. Ask what could go right or wrong for every idea that's on the table. And the sixth C is commit. Make the decision and then go for it. Don't second guess yourself on the decisions that you make. And as a Christ follower, we have a distinct advantage in decision making. That advantage comes in the form of prayer, communication, and counsel. Let's change up a couple of these to take into account the wisdom that we gain through God's Word, which was manifested in Christ. For the seventh C of making wise decisions is the most important step. We should use all the world and spiritual resources to make decisions. God gave us a brain and free will for a reason. But remember Proverbs 16:9 and find peace in it which says, we make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. So the seventh C is consult with Christ. And the first subpoint here is consider with prayer. Of course, you could spend a lot of time and even get stuck in the consideration wondering what could go wrong. Or you could pray about it as encouraged in Philippians 4, 6, which says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. You don't have to continuously struggle with what could go wrong. You will get the answer you seek when you pray. The second subpoint is to communicate. Consider seeking wise counsel as instructed in the Word of God. We are to communicate with those people in our lives that care for us most. Can you imagine making a major decision without discussing it with your spouse or a close friend? The whole process should be undertaken with the spouse and a close friend as part of the decision-making process. Each of you will have a unique perspective on every one of the C's of decision-making. Additionally, praying about it, together and individually, will lead to unity in the decision. God will speak to you both. It is just good common sense. Proverbs 16 verses 20 through 22 also provides us with sound advice. Those who listen to instructions will prosper, and those who trust in the Lord will be joyful. The wise are known for their understanding, and pleasant words are persuasive. Discretion is a life-giving fountain to those who possess it, but discipline is wasted on fools. The third subpoint is counsel. Seeking the counsel of your spouse or friend is not the only wisdom that you should pursue. Sage counsel and wisdom involve being fully informed. It is also sometimes prudent to talk to a mentor, a pastor, or a professional counselor. Get wisdom as Proverbs 16.16 tells us. How much better to get wisdom than gold and good judgment than silver. The fourth subpoint is control, which you must just give it up. God asks us to seek Him in Matthew 7 verse 8. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. He tells us that if we ask, we will get an answer. If we seek, we will find, and if we knock, the door will be open. So the bottom line is, God doesn't leave us dangling. Understand, though, that we should make our plans the best that we can, but God controls the outcome. Proverbs 16:33. We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. The seven C's of decision-making provides us sound guidelines that, if followed, will allow us to make some good and wise choices. Put these guidelines into practice for every decision that you make. And just as you've made the wise decision to listen to Wisdom Trek each day, share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends and encourage them to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. And we will look at that we should never argue, but instead learn to discuss. 
That'll finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom each day at wisdom-trek.com or subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, SoundClouds, or any of the other popular social media platforms. And please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and invite them to join us each day. If you'd like to be added to our weekly email update and special publications from Wisdom Trek, just text the word WISDOM to 44222 on your phone and you'll receive a message asking for your email address. It's very quick and easy to do, and we will keep our emails very limited. The journey for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I do consider you my friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.